0: Episode 50 of POP with Hannah Fairlight, live at Wind Down Nashville. Welcome back to POP, your pop culture podcast. I'm Ken Mills, and today we celebrate our 50th episode. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is live with Hannah Fairlight, Record it live at the Down Nashville. Hannah Fairlight has been putting out some of my favorite music over the last few years. She's got two CDs out, 2014's Creatures of Habit and 2016's Bright Future, and she's working on a brand new one called Muscle and Skin. You can find Hannah online at hannahfairlight.com. You can find her on Bandcamp at hannahfairlight.bandcamp.com. And of course on Twitter and Facebook. You can buy her music at Amazon.com, iTunes, Bandcamp, or even on her website, HannahFairlight.com. Hannah's also doing something really cool right now. She is financing her new album, Muscle and Skin, which is coming out very soon. And there's a lot of cool perks that you can get from Hannah herself. You can buy t-shirts, sunglasses, handwritten lyrics, so many more things. Even some of the clothes right off her back. That's right, a French made outfit from her new video. But <laughs> you can have a chance to purchase all of this and help her out. She's actually doing a GoFundMe page right now, which we will put links in our show notes and on our thread on Facebook. So without further ado, let's go back to August 11th, 2019. This is just a guitar, keyboard, saxophone two fantastic musicians. We want to thank Amy and John Billings, Hannah Fairlight and her husband Jeremy Asbrock, and everyone that's listening today. Happy 50th episode, and without further ado, here's Hannah Fairlight. <music>
1: We've got a bright future, a bright future. We can believe what we want to, what
0: we want to. Today, we are here with the lovely Hannah Fairlight. Thanks,
2: Ken. Thanks y'all. Thanks, y'all. Thanks,
0: y'all. Thanks, y'all. And we're going to do like a storyteller's kind of thing. We're going to have some fun. Hannah, I love your music. Thank I you. I just want to say that first. Hannah Fairlight is an actress, singer-songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. And she's got a saxophone over there and everything to prove it. Her most prominent role as an actress to date is Veracity in Universal's Pitch Perfect 3. You yes. were in that movie. Yes, I was. Wow. She was also a leading cast member on the Annie reality show that was entitled Crazy Hearts Nashville. And That's you were right. the villain.
2: Unfortunately, yes. Or fortunately, I mean, yeah. actually, in retrospect, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it I'll all take works it.
0: Out. Uh, people always remember the bad guy, right? Yep but you have two albums out already. That's right. And a third one on the way. Yes. So, yep. and your hometown for those who want to know, you know when they say on the wrestling card from parts unknown, except you're from Grundy Center, Iowa. How the hell did you wind up in Nashville? Yeah,
2: Grundy Center. Grundy Center for any of you who know Iowa, that's northeast uh, central Iowa near Waterloo Cedar Falls. A really small town, about 2500 people. They might be pushing three thousand at this point. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what now, the turnaround is there.
0: <laughs> now I don't want to get into nepotism or something, but you have a close relationship to the gentleman sitting to the left of you, or uh, to the right of yeah,
2: you. Yeah, stage direct, left, to stage m- right. To my right. Oh yeah, we've met. We've met before.
0: Yeah. Wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> To the gentleman left of me, yep, 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 yep. Jeremy Asbrock, and yes. you two are married, we should yes, we are. let everybody yes, know that, so. and you have a wonderful child that I love seeing, the adventures on the internet of the kid going to school and stuff like that, it's a lot of fun.
3: It kind of blows my mind because people come up and talk to me about him all the time and I'm like,
2: He's oh, you know my us. son? Yeah. <laughs> He's way more famous than us
0: he'll he'll get his own Instagram I, I, I don't really story.
3: share stuff so I, I don't know how like a lot of the kiss fans even know who he is
0: but that's that's weirdness right that's uh that's the modern age that we're when we in. go to
3: japan phil and ryan get awesome t-shirts and cool gifts and i get candy and gift bags for rory from fans <laughs> oh man I, I want some cool stuff too
0: <laughs> now hannah yes, what sir? made you say I can do this, this is what I want to do. Where did it all come from? Well,
2: I'll try to wrap that up in as quick of a way as I can. So since I was a little kid, um, I moved all over the Midwest. Uh, I was born in Texas, lived there briefly. I lived in Indiana, Minnesota, and Iowa, all really small towns. So uh, since I was really young, um, my parents kind of, I was born in 85, you know, okay. so I just turned 34, um, just to give you that timeline. But my parents really um, exposed my older brother and my, my younger sister and I to lots of arts and culture, but they also gave us the gift of uh, the opposite of instant gratification. We sort of had to wait a long time for things like that other kids and peers our age had already. I'll give you an example. All right. Pretty much raised us like it was the 70s. <laughs> We didn't have television for uh, a number of years, so my earliest memories were reading books, drawing, and exploring in nature. We went camping a lot, and my mother didn't have a piano growing up, but she really wanted one in the house, so she rented us a piano. I remember going to the piano store. Um, We had rented one, and then we wound up buying one ultimately. Uh, She didn't really play very much. My mom can play a little bit. Um, Both my parents played instruments in high school my mom played cello my dad played trumpet, and I think a little flute So we had these instruments laying around but I really took to the piano now my brother was really into fine art and Drawing and I I couldn't figure out what my thing was and every time I tried to do something as well as him I couldn't so I would go and brood on the piano, you know, and I would figure out melodies, and I would trick our um, babysitters into teaching me how to play little things. So I learned to play by ear, and the very first thing I was taught was uh, just the melody of Fur Elise by Beethoven. So I took to it really quickly, and that's where I put everything, you know? When I was happy, when I was sad, I'd go to the piano, and I wound up, you know, my parents and, and my whole family, my brother and my sister included, were pretty patient with me because I wound up into my um, junior high school years going to band camp, doing stuff like that, and uh, in into high school, I did a lot of different activities, but I would always come back to the piano and I'd play well into the night. I was playing anywhere from three to five hours a day, no embellishment. I was just living on the piano. I loved it. We did ultimately get a TV. We had an Atari system. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't kidding about the 70s thing. And my dad had a a really uh, expansive collection of music. So I listened to Paul Simon and Lots of songwriters, Dan Fogelberg, and, and I just listened to that music constantly. He'd play it on the record player or, you know, play it and rock me to sleep if I had trouble sleeping, and then all the while playing the piano and ultimately started writing songs when I was uh, Wrote my first rock and roll song when I was 12, and Very it's good. one I still perform today sometimes. Uh-huh.
0: yeah. Well, why don't you perform a tune for us now? Your choice, dealer's choice here. Right dealer's now.
2: choice. Whew, Okay.
0: and and please tell us what album it's off of and all that stuff
2: absolutely uh cool well i'll I'll start with one that i'm really fond of it's off my last album Uh, michael wagner you guys might know is one of the the two big rock producers in town and the and the best one (laughs) he uh he produced my album bright future and uh this song's tomorrow just to give my counterpart a heads up here about what we're doing um But yeah, this song is really special to me. Um, It's one of the, the songs I wrote when I moved to Nashville early on. It was about a year into me living here. I've lived here for six years now, and I really like it a lot, and I'm really happy how it turned out. So this is Tomorrow.
1: to cool. Tomorrow, don't recognize myself. I always thought that I'd grow up to be somebody else. There's a stranger in the mirror. A fast to flow right past this sorrow tomorrow like a clock. I spread my
0: It was tomorrow off of bright future right that's right fantastic Thank fantastic you. and you can hear her stuff on spotify and all the places where you can get music or you can actually buy the cd you know people still do that thing occasionally right
2: Bright future that's what it looks like it's a big it's the rainbow one
0: and the other one is you looking at the camera right
2: uh yeah this is so this is uh creatures of habit i put this out Right when I moved to Nashville, um, while I was on Crazy Hearts, actually, kind of, uh, you know, during that time, um, I recorded this in in uh, Decatur, Georgia, Atlanta. But, you know, Decatur in Christian Bush's studio. He's half of Sugarland, Land uh, with Tom Tapley, really talented producer, engineer who's worked with a lot of rock bands and uh, rolled the dice on me. So
0: Sounds very good. Yeah. You have the new album coming out, but tell us a little bit about what made Creatures of Habit and Bright Future what they are. Like what, cause there's a, there's a progression to your work as you go along.
2: Absolutely. Um, so, and also to kind of answer your question, you know, this gravitation toward music. So um, when I left high school, I, I did a foreign exchange in, in Peru for one year and I couldn't find pianos to play. Like, I had this obsession with playing every day, like I told you, so I actually bought my first guitar, and I um, I had played alto saxophone from nine years old, so I'd, you know, been playing the saxophone, been playing the piano, but I couldn't find these pianos to play like I wanted to, and so I bought my first guitar, and I moved to New York City, and um, I played my first gig in CBGB's before I even knew, like, really what it was all about. You know, I, I, I've come to find, you know, all, a lot of my favorite people, a lot of the people I looked up to had played there, you know, Patty Smith, and, and had performed there and stuff like that, so I thought that was pretty cool. It was right before they tore it down, and <laughs> I didn't really know what I was doing, you know. I had played... Recitals and I'd played at band camp and in little talent shows and stuff. But so I go then go into play my first gig in New York and um, I had five songs worked out on the guitar, and I had my banter worked out in between the (laughs) songs. You know, like because I'd just rehearsed it, like my jokes and everything. It was it was pretty terrible, but. But it went over okay the first time, you know, like beginner's luck, you know, I, I bet we've all felt that at some stage when you're doing something that maybe is is the right thing for you, you're on the right path, you get this little thing that comes down from heaven. So that was that was really cool, you know, people showed up. Um, I was in my first year of college, so my new college buddies, everybody was real excited, you know, to go to a show, and I was excited to play the show. and. They chased me out the door, too. I made a little money. You know, they're like, here, you forgot your money. And and then I had my CD of my show because I didn't have a cell phone or a computer, so I had no way of recording myself. I'd literally take my guitar to the venue and play some songs for the people. So I had that CD of that live recording that I took with me from then on. And when it came, you know, I was in a band in New York called Girls Don't Cry for a couple years. Power pop girl band. It was was a great great name. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Thanks, Girls don't cry. If you dig deep enough on the internet, you'll find things incriminating things. But I'm grateful for all those experiences, and it, it really was Nashville that, um, you know, having come through Nashville a couple times before moving here, I really, really felt uh, excited about finally recording an album. You know, finally doing it. and. Uh, the way Creatures of Habit came out was actually uh, through a bit of a scuffle, you know. I had a situation where I was working with a producer prior to Tom Tapley, who shall not be named. And I got, you know, I got a little bit of a, the short end of the stick. I paid him quite a bit of money for a record that he never finished. And he oh. kind of ghosted me. So I, it was meant to be this bigger deal, and then it wasn't that anymore. And... um you know i was really i was really excited to kind of lay into this blues rock kind of feeling that i was having at the time and that's kind of where creatures of habit was born and it you know the songwriting and and the stories that are there they're really about you know they're about typical things but about being a person, being a human being, you know, and 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 uh, the title track really says it all. You know, we, we we make changes in our lives, but as we get older, you know, it's harder to make those changes. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, so it was a really it was a really cool raw album to have be my first one. And Tom Tom kind of said, "Look, we can we can take all these these songs that that I had recorded with the other producer and kind of Frankenstein and comp them together because I'd played the drums, the bass, the everything, and I'm not a drummer. I can play the drums, but but uh so we decided to scrap it and not sit there in 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 front of a computer but to just do half as many songs and re-record it. And I'm so grateful because ultimately I think what we got was the best that those songs could be. You know, they had to kind of go through that process and really get get ground out and squeezed out. So so that was Creatures of Habit and um Jerry and I met you know, in the months previous to that being released, it was 2013, and I'd been here for three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Two weeks, hell-bent on not meeting anybody or dating anybody, seriously. I was gonna do this reality show and be on the opposite side of the camera for the first time, you know, after having engineered sound, doing, doing shows like that for almost 10 years. I couldn't believe it, but I was like, I'm gonna give this a try. And, uh, and then I and, then and I met at, at the, uh, what was Dan McGinnis Pub, which is now tailgate brewery there on Demumbrian, so.
3: But that's where the residency began. began. That's what we called home for two years also.
0: Ah, oh, very good. So why don't you hit us with a couple songs, just like one, two, three. All
2: right, I'll hit you. I'll hit you real hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is one, uh, Smell Like You. This oh. is one I wrote when I was in uh, New York and Um, it's on the Creatures of Habit album, so, just take you back in time. This is about having somebody's smell on your shirt, and you don't want to wash the shirt, because you want to keep the smell.
1: Maybe you can borrow a year or two off the end of my life for you.
0: One hell of a song. If you've never had that feeling where you just wanted to absorb and be with that other person, I feel sorry for you. You sum that up. Perfectly. When I first heard that song, I was like, "Man, I've been there." You know. Please understand that just because they're acoustic, she rocks her ass off, and so and, and her music is. There's a bunch of different colors to this rainbow. So, what Mom. you gonna do next?
2: Well, I'm actually not even sure. Let's see. Let's do. Uh, we'll do another six-eight tune. It's called "Love to Pin Me Down." This is off "Creatures of Habit" too. It's a uh, Second, second to last track. This song is, I wrote this when I was living in Australia. I lived there for two years. I moved to Sydney, in the Northern Beaches, and um, I was sitting there on the beach, and this idea just hit me. And I ran back to my apartment and I, I recorded it in the bathroom, as you do, um, with my amp and the you know the reverb of the bathroom, right. and then um, it. You know, the, the, it kind of speaks for itself, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, just waiting around for love to, to come to you instead of trying to chase it. So.
1: I always love a good chase And I find myself running Always running away There's no use in trying In trying to stay Every time I give up on change It always winds up the same young sweet wine And I find myself rushing forward like a bull And this lack of patience is taking, is taking
3: Music is not my
0: thing. You wouldn't know it.
1: It's a question of value and a question of worth. And all of the beauty on this wide green earth. Feel like a flower trapped down in a dark place and already.
0: this morning, I mean, I'll tell you, you just brought that. And I just ate a couple of my hairs, too. Well, that happens, that's rock and roll. What are you gonna do? Now that last song, when you hear it on the album, it's very heavy. There's it's pretty heavy. There's full a, instrumentation.
2: Yep, uh, The let's see, got some amazing people on that song. A Christian Paschal drum, it. Jair plays electric guitar. Brandon, uh, who plays with Train. Plays keyboards yeah. with train. He played played the the uh, keyboards on it. Yeah, it's, it's it got it got big. Mm-hmm. I like it that way. Sometimes. And it just
0: keeps building till it's like this big thunderstorm. You know what I mean? I just stro-
2: drooling my hair out of my mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll teach you to get that Bob haircut.
2: We're gonna so, edit that part out, right?
0: No. No. Uh, <laughs> now I noticed you got the saxophone over there, yeah, and and she's not just. Like I said, there's various colors to her music, right? She's got songs that sound like they come from the 80s, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Uh, One of my favorite songs is Don't Wait Up. I I think that is amazing. How'd that song come to be about?
2: So, um, putting you on the spot, honey.
0: Sorry. I've been on the spot all weekend.
2: He loves that. (laughs) So, um, in the early days, when Jerry and I were seeing each other, we were getting used to each other's schedules. We both play music, but Jer said it before, and um, you know, we'll say it again, I'm the artist. I'm the one that doesn't really make any money. <laughs> and uh, and, and he's, he's more the, uh, you know, the,
3: the-
0: I'm a jukebox.
2: No, come on, you're more than that, honey.
0: You're a jukebox hero. He's a hired
2: gun. It's there much cooler. And, uh, and so we're both doing that, but I also do audio engineering for film and television. Which is um, you know I wear headphones, I, I carry, <laughs> carry a boom microphone and a big mixer, and or sometimes the mixers in, in you know like rack mounted, but usually it's on my body and uh, I was doing one of those gigs in Georgia um, in Atlanta because there's a lot of industry between Atlanta and Nashville, and um, I was on my way home and it just you know fr- from Probably a few gigs in, you know, and I get, get home real late. Sometimes I would spend the night there with friends after doing a gig. Um, or sometimes I'd just try to just blaze it straight home. You know, we'd wrap at midnight or something like that. And I'd just try to burn the midnight oil and get home because I just wanted, wanted my love to know that I was definitely coming back. And I wanted to be with him more than anything else and as quickly oh. as possible, you know. So it's a, little, uh, it's a little bit of a confusing title, Don't Wait Up, because it sounds like fuck you, don't wait for me.
3: <laughs> However, don't on the new album, the song about me, <laughs> five years later. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: I understand kidding. that there's a bonus track only available in Japan on the next album called Jeremy Come and Check Out the Garbage. So it's, you know,
3: <laughs> about come other on things. Check out the
0: garbage. We, didn't
2: about the gar- we didn't talk about the garbage in this song, but. All right, we'll see if this works. So it's off of uh, the Bright Future album. This is Don't Wait Up.
4: Here we go. One, two, three, four.
1: The scene play out a thousand times But he's never known a love like yours and mine Working hours while the world is sleeping Running down a dream we both believe in I can see you pacing across the kitchen floor Waiting for me to walk through the door In between the sheets, baby, don't, don't wait up for me. I can see you washing up the dishes now while I'm flying fast past another town. I push the pedal down, hard as it goes. 'Cause I want you more than you even know. Y'all don't sing it. Wait up Baby, don't wait up for me. Don't yeah. wait up. Yeah. Gonna drive all night, race the dawn. I might even make it home by three. Baby, don't. I wanna be Baby, don't Don't wait up for me Why should this be any different than All the mistakes and the countless heartbreaks Worked so hard just to get by To keep the love alive Keep the love alive for me Don't wait up When you open your eyes I'll be by your side Baby don't Promise me you won't Cause I'll be home Baby don't
0: Wait up yeah! Well, I just think you got some new fans out there. Seriously, I think a lot of people are going to be checking you out, Hannah. I hope That's fantastic. And you see what I meant by that it almost sounded like something from the 80s in a good way? Hey, when was the last time you heard a kick ass Saxo? I mean, not since Quarter Flash, right? Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> Whoa! I don't know. No no extra charge for that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now that chorus is just haunting. I guarantee you, over the next few days, you'll be putting laundry in or cooking something or driving, uh, uh, and you won't even remember what it's from. And you go, "Oh, I I know what that's from." Yeah, so fantastic stuff. Now you were in the movie Pitch Perfect. That's right. Tell us about that, how that came to be real quick, and the role you played.
2: Well, um, I, feel, I feel so much gratitude and appreciation for that project. It was really, really cool. It was a, a, the culmination of a lot of wishes that I had. So I won't go into too much detail about the reality show, but it was very challenging. Um, my husband can definitely, uh, he knows, we know. It was challenging because
3: There's Uh, no such thing as reality TV, (laughs)
0: that's why. If there's a camera, there's no more reality, right?
2: Well, exactly, and I guess I I thought I knew everything there was to know, having worked in audio behind the scenes on many such reality shows, and I I guess I thought I also had some kind of camaraderie with the the production side. So after that project, I realized, you know, Anything could happen in that realm, and any, any more on-screen stuff that I did, I would either be totally in control, <laughs> or it would be scripted. And so um, I, I vowed you know, only to do scripted stuff, and then three years down the line, I, I got a call from someone I had worked with during Crazy Hearts, um, and then I was able to go meet the director, um, Trish C., who is amazing, And um, she met me, I I drove down to Atlanta. What what was gonna be a Skype meeting and audition turned into a one-on-one, and it was for the bass player in a made-up band for the show, and and we were called Evermoist. So if you haven't seen Pitch Perfect 3, you gotta see that movie, because the band that I'm in is hilarious, but we're actually, we're villains as well, so I got my second villain role. (laughs) Um, and if you don't know the plot line to Pitch Perfect, it is about a troupe of acapella singers who, you know, three movies into the franchise are still finding their way, trying to be strong. It's a, it was a female-led cast, and they're all badasses. I have no qualms about saying that, all the women that worked in that. Um, I was really blown away the first few days when we were having our, you know, kind of orientation, getting our looks set. Um, I got cast as Veracity in the band Evermoist, so I was the bass player, and I was next to Ruby Rose, Andy Allo, and Venzilla Joy. Now, if you don't know any of those names, Ruby Rose is now in a lot of major feature films. She started, um, she's Australian, she started there as a BJ um, on television shows and such, and then moved her way up to Orange is the New Black. Um, and now she's been in some films, and Andy Allo sang uh, backup with Prince as one yes. of her main yes. things. So, um, and she's a, a very, very talented singer-songwriter. And Venzella Joy, who I call Stealth, Um, (laughs) I nicknamed her, because she's pretty quiet, but she's a superhero. Um, She drums with Beyonce. She's Beyonce's drummer and tours with her, so.
0: So there's some serious talent behind this made-up band, right? Exactly,
2: yeah. Going back
0: to the monkeys. So everything comes back to the monkeys or kiss somehow or another. now let awesome. me ask you a question because you run into people that recognize you from either Pitch Perfect where you played a villain you run into people where who used to watch Crazy Hearts Nashville which you were kind of became the villain with through editing and everything do you ever get anybody coming up going I don't like
2: you Oh man I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten the craziest stuff and I'm sure I'll get you know I hope my career grows and I get more opportunities like like I've had, but you get, you kind of get that no matter what, you know, you, you, there's just, there's, there's somebody waiting there to say mean stuff, there's a troll around every corner, you gotta just kind of turn a blind eye, you gotta turn a blind eye to that, you know, I, I've learned a lot, and I've learned to really, like, keep my blinders on, and look forward, you know, music, music has come in and out of these experiences, and um, Nashville's been such a wonderful place, you know, through the residency, through, you know, meeting Jer and having, you know, he already, Jer's lived here his whole life. Um, he's really, I believe, you know, the instigator to this very thriving rock and roll scene, or one of the instigators, you know, with the rock and roll residency, and, and I've had the opportunity to work with all these really neat people through that, too, you know. I, I met Michael Wagner at a rock and roll residency. B.B. Buell, I played sax and I sang backup on her b- album. Um, Chuck Garrick, who plays with Alice Cooper. Bisto Blanco, I oh, yeah. got to we sing on Chuck. his record.
0: We so Chuck.
2: I've gotten the opportunity to meet all these people, and they've played, and I've gotten the opportunity to go up on stage and sing Susie Quattro or Pretenders or even Def Leppard, and they've given me a chance to rock out, so... I just, I mean, I'm kind of like this to Jer, because it's just, it's really incredible.
4: We're just having
3: fun with our friends. Everybody came to the show. Yep. (laughs) I I, I didn't do that. (laughs) They could have gone to any show.
2: See what I have to deal with here. You see why we met (laughs) the artist really
0: well? And the performer, right? Jukebox. Yeah, the jukebox. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to say jukebox hero, so there you
2: go. This gentleman sitting to my right side here, he... I'd, Not I the
0: left, because we made that. Well, mistake that's your earlier. left, yeah. my right, and their <clears throat> left. We made that most mistake earlier.
2: No, um, Jared, gotta brag on you, man. Like, it and you might you guys might say, think that we sit around all day and like we jam on music, but we listen to a lot of music and um, and we do play a lot of music. But like, I learned a lot from you. I've learned a lot. I, I've learned everything that I didn't know about Kiss, and more. <laughs>
0: Like I said, everything eventually comes back to the monkeys or kiss.
3: And
2: the monkeys and and the Beatles, man. In our early, you know, in the early parts of our relationship, we'd watch, you know, we watch, even now, we watch uh, Yellow Submarine and what's the other one Rory really likes? Help. I mean, the kid knows all the songs from Help. So... It's just a really, it's a rich musical environment outside of our family, but our young family, we got, we got some cool stuff going on. And you are, you know, I mean, you know everything. Like, I, if I have a question...
3: Oh, I do know everything.
2: <laughs> in terms of, like, who's in which band when and that kind of trivia, and then also, like, hey, honey, this really sucks and hurts. How do I play this better on the guitar? It's, it's well, like when, that. It's when awesome. you
0: love music, you either become a great... A musician like Jeremy or he become a podcaster. So you're talking to a room full of people who know everything just ask us, right? So <laughs> so I'd like you to hit us with another song. Okay, that sounds great
2: all right. um, Let's see which would do all right. This is a song called money and run. This is off the bright future album. Oh, this is so
0: good.
1: Oh, thanks Ken. You to today.
0: Fairlight, ladies and gentlemen. At this point in the show, I once again want to remind you that you can get Hannah's music on Amazon.com, iTunes, or wherever music is sold. You can also get her on her Bandcamp at hannahfairlight.bandcamp.com or go to her website, hannahfairlight.com. Wind Down Nashville is a really cool place to hang out. John Billings and his lovely wife, Amy, have created a true Nashville hangout, and it's called Wind Down Nashville, a music and event-based boutique bar. It's located at 2720 Old Lebanon Road, Suite 111 at Nashville, Tennessee. While you're there, try one of their fine wines and maybe get a Nashville jam plate or some of their delicious Nashville jams or a t-shirt and some merch. You can go to www.windownnashville.com or find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash windownnashville. Wind down as you wind down. Tell them Ken Mills sang it. And now, back to Wind Down Nashville live, Hannah Fairlight, as she plays some new songs off her new release, Muscle and Skin. So, we want to thank you all for coming and we're going to turn it back Hannah Fairlight.
2: Thank you all so much for listening and uh...
3: I'll say it to the microphone. I think you're amazing and I loved you on Pitch Perfect three.
2: Thanks, homie. I appreciate that a lot. It is totally. It's it's a it's a shameless movie to watch. I promise. It's Honestly, hilarious. There's action. I thought it was pretty funny. It's hilarious. It's great. And there's lots of action scenes, scenes, and like explosions, and it's great. Come on. If you haven't watched it, thank you, thank you. You're very kind. Thank you.
0: Thank so you. here we go. What's the next song?
2: Dude, I don't know. So so the thing that's next for me is this new album. Um, you know, Jared and I had Rory and. We kept rocking, you know, but uh, I haven't had the capacity and the focus to... I keep saying to to people I know that I've been musically constipated, because I've continued writing, and I've continued playing with lots of cool collaborations, like I mentioned before, but um, I'm finally... This year, I finally was at the place where I could start to really dig into this. So the album that I'm working on is going to be released, hopefully, in the next couple months coming out in the fall, it's called Muscle and Skin. And um, the idea behind the album, it's, it's gonna be full length, uh, and the idea behind it is, it's sort of uh, an exploration between how we perceive ourselves and how others perceive us and sort of what is going on inside of us versus what you know maybe people see on the outside. Uh, the interplay between the inner world and the outer world, and I think we all have we all have something that we can relate to in that respect. You know, maybe maybe you think you're the most you know assholeish person in the world, but you're actually coming off to people really kind. Or maybe you think you're really warm, and then people think you're a dick. I don't know. It. it I think everybody has kind of a story um, along those lines, and. Uh, the music on this new album is really, really personal for me. Um, it's It's got a little bit of the past and a little bit of the present in it. And the album art, as I've advertised this podcast show with, it has Jer and I kind of in an American Gothic yes. sort of picture um, outside of our little cabin house in Tennessee. And um, yeah, so I will I'm going to give it a shot and play a couple songs off that for you. Ladies
0: record. and gentlemen, world premiere before the album comes Thank out. You Ken.
2: So this will be uh, probably the opening track off of Muscle and Skin. This is called This Silence.
1: There's nothing crooked about my vision. It's the only way of living. It's the only me that I can live with. So excuse me, I've made my decision. You can fire me if you want to. I've got things to accomplish. escape the fight if this is gonna happen it's gotta happen right now I'll seal your comfort with a kiss so I'm not missed and I'll dream of our kids as I climb amidst the mist and clouds and mountains I'll come back someday this to you, I promise, till then no other way to bring I've got a lot of lost, lost, lone, lonely souls. Straight lace, just like a straight jacket, and the only saving grace is a classic rock station on the radio. Do then, no other way to break?
0: that's wonderful
3: oh she's getting the
0: saxophone out hey i want to say goodbye to my personal doctor ralph Vieira, dr fuck let's hear for ken
3: mills he's the greatest <laughs> guy on the planet
0: i love you Bert. i love you too more man on man love in nashville it's gonna happen thank you ralph Hannah's music to me seems achingly familiar. Would you guys agree with me? I mean, it sounds like something that you should have heard before. It sounds familiar but new at the same time. I hope that's a compliment. It to is.
2: You. Thank you. I take that as one. Yeah. That's,
0: that's really how so- you know.
2: That's how you know you're writing songs that are along the right lines. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I stole that from the movie Crazy Heart.
0: <laughs> now I, I found you through Jeremy. And uh, I I was... I found myself through Jeremy. Well, there you go, Jeremy Asbrock, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Wait, yeah. (laughs) I did not know what to expect when I first heard your music. And there's an emotional depth to things that is surprising. A, your album is not just simply cookie cutter. Each track is kind of different. Like I said, that one song is really heavy... And then you've got a saxophone solo and a quasi-80s soundtrack song. It's that good. You know, people might crack on 80s soundtrack songs, but we all love them <laughs> <laughs> to this day. So Don't Wait Up is just, like, amazing. As Thank a matter you. of fact, I, th- I think what if I'd If they like ever make another
2: do- mannequin movie, my... I'm going to put it in the mix.
0: There you go. Maybe a Rocky film or Flashdance 3 or something. Yeah. But uh, what I'd like you to do is play something you'd like. But is it possible to get you to do a reprise of Don't Wait Up? Would you guys be into that?
2: Hell yeah. Absolutely. All right. uh, so this will be one of the ones that I'm gonna do um, for the next album, or or one that I have done. I should mention, I'm co-producing this album with Austin Hoke. Austin is Jim Hoke's son, and if you know any Nashville trivia, Jim Hoke is the all-time one and only multi-instrumentalist. It actually makes me feel bad for calling myself that, because he really is truly that he wails on the sax and he plays a a mean pedal steel among other instruments and Austin his his son is um, an incredible incredible cello player when we first sat down to do pre-production for the record you know I warned him that I almost had a double album ready because just written so much music and a lot of it's been on the piano and I've shied away from the piano a little bit on these past two albums and so I'm ready to let some of that out and um, Austin has made some amazing string arrangements and um, whittled down my, <laughs> my my huge expectations to the right size for now. and and when Jerry and I went to see the Who recently, um, we ran into Austin and he was playing in the orchestra with the who. He was standing like directly behind the band and you know, playing the cello sitting, I guess. Um, but he's just a phenomenal string player. so I feel like, this new album is in really good hands. And uh, with that, this song is called Shaking Hands. <laughs> this is a breakup song, and when you've known somebody intimately, uh, it can be really hard when you're saying goodbye. You know, things become more formal for some reason, even though you've known each other in such an informal, casual, intimate way. Um, and it's almost like a hug can feel like a handshake. So yeah. that's, that's where this song, wow. uh, the idea behind it came from.
1: suitcase and the feeling that I'm leaving something embrace so appropriately like a
0: Thank you. Hannah, I really hope that this is not an offensive thing that I'm going to say to you, but... Try me. Carol King.
2: Um, that's the least offensive thing you could ever say to me in a world.
0: <laughs> but it had that feeling, didn't it? You dropped the needle on the record, it's raining outside, and that's what you listen to right there.
2: Man, thank you. That's a really cool compliment. I definitely take that as a compliment.
0: Well seriously, it has that feel. That's one of those albums I'm gonna be listening to and to when I want that feeling. I'm gonna listen to that track. I will give you that feeling, Ken. All right, good. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's plug your socials because that's we live in 2019, so
2: Okay. If you visit my website, it's under my name, hannahfairlight.com. It's like my fair lady and like light in the sky. And it's written across the front here. That is my name, it's my middle name. It's not my last name. I won't tell you my last name, it'll make me spit a lot. It's German. Um, So HannahFairlight.com Also you can go to all of my social media I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook I'm on Instagram It is all at Hannah Fairlight If you want my Facebook, that is my personal Facebook It's just slash Hannah Fairlight If you want the music one It's slash Hannah Fairlight Music
0: there you go. Of course, you're on Spotify and iTunes and. I anywhere. am on
2: every digital platform I could possibly be on. I haven't like done Reddit yet and some other ones that are a little bit new, but yeah, Tumblr and all those things. And I do, I do actually blog pretty personal blogs on my uh, on my website. It's some so, really
0: good stuff. Seriously. Thank and you. I follow you on most things. It's, it's really good. And if you want super
1: secret stuff, go to my band camp.
0: There you go.
2: I said it once because it's super secret.
0: There you go. So what would you like to do next? you want to wrap it up?:
2: I'd love to, uh, I'd love to wrap it up. you know, I'm going to play one, uh, one more off the new album. I'll do it on the piano because I'm right here.
0: And uh, then we'll do, "Don't Wait up, right?: Oh, heck yeah. OK.
2: You got it, dude. That's your I This is your rock show.:
0: All night at this point, so
2: I love it. This song is called "Walk Away." I wrote this, and it kind of was one of the songs where it just fell out. Um, It just organically came out of me right in the moment. Um, I didn't have to think about chord progressions or lyrics very hard. The idea was sort of, the idea behind it is something that I think we could probably all relate to. Um, It's it's about people who tend to blame everybody else for their problems Mm -hmm. and without looking inward, so.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. That's going to be off muscle and steel. Muscle and skin. skin muscle and skin. Outside
2: and the inside. Mu- Don't outside pay and inside. to me.
0: I'm only the host. I mess things no, up. No, you're all, all good.
2: Muscle and skin. That's what it's
0: called. Muscle and skin. Yeah. So find Hannah on all the social stuff, and we'd like to take another minute to thank John and Amy Billings of Nashville Jam Session and Wine Down Nashville. There are some jellies up here, the jams. You need to try them before you leave. They're sitting right there, so come up and get some. We're gonna let Hannah finish this out, but I really wanna thank you guys. Uh, all of you have taken a chance on me at some point and have been very kind to me. Well, we like you. Well,
2: well thank yeah, you. we like you and Thanks for taking a chance on us.
0: Well, I hope that this is something that we can do next year at this time again. I would love it. So it'd be wonderful. And uh, John and Amy, we've been having lunch every year in Nashville on a Sunday. And here we are. Now you've got your own place. That's right. Wine. Wind Down Nashville. My, my voice is giving out. It's messing me up. So, Wind Down Nashville, thank you once again. Love you guys. And, John, when you do the video, make sure you put the logos and the WWWs and all that stuff. I'm sorry, you're my producer. I've never had one before. So One of the the venue's favorite tracks that you did today don't wait up let's hear it again
2: let's get that stuck in everybody's head one more time remember yes. on that <laughs> on the chorus it don't wait then. y'all just sing it out really loud
1: To get by, to keep the love alive
0: Thank you, Jeremy Asbrough. Thank you.
2: Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank it you, fun. everyone that played the fun size show. Thank you, John and Amy. Thank you for all coming here today. Hopefully, it turned you on to some new music that's going to be on your device, MP3 player, whatever you stream, or who knows, buy an actual CD. That still happens, folks. Thank you so much, Hannah. You're awesome, and we love you. Oh, Hannah's gonna, oh, she's the rock star. She just threw the pick out. There you He's go. He's been
2: trying to teach me that, and I've watched him do it so many times. I just, I can't. See, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's all in the wrist,
0: isn't it? Awesome. Okay. <laughs> oh, super fun. It was. Oh, wow. awesome. Great. Mm-hmm. Come on, folks. Try the jam by the CD. Oh, my, this is, my voice is dying. (laughs) Get the CD and jam. I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for being part of this. I hope you felt like you were in that room with us. I've been podcasting since 2007. I've been blessed to meet a lot of people, and I'm definitely blessed to know Hannah Fairlight, her husband Jeremy Asbrock, John and Amy Billings and their family. Christine, the button queen, Andy Shaw, Bill Elam, and all the folks that were there, Heidi, everybody, Nate, Ralph, I can't, Jason, there's too many to mention, but thank you all for being there. Chris, everybody, thank you so much. Ian, just thank you so much, everybody. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast and letting me talk about anything I want to talk about. We'll be back very soon with a conversation with Christian Nesmith, where we're simply just going to turn on the microphones and talk. Thank you for the first 50. Thank you for putting up with me and the Fun Size Show, the Big Reveal, WKIP, Album Spotlights, a look at movies, TV, and pop culture. Until next time. Sending love wherever you are, and may it always light your way. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
4: And that's our show. Pop is an online
2: nonprofit pop culture audio fanzine made for fans by fans. Any samples of music, TV, or movies heard here remain the property of their owners. Pop, a pop culture podcast, is not affiliated with any products we review or discuss. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of the pop staff. If you like something that you heard, buy it at your local record, video, or bookstores, or wherever Pop is found. If you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying whatever you do, make sure it pops.
1: Say night, Dick.